There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Morning after. Welcome back, Ryan Kelly. Morning after. It's a nine o'clock hour here from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McKernan, Marshy Marsh is in for Doug. Jackson's vacationing as well. Plowhawks on the ones and twos, and KG and O Town is in the Horton Watkins Studios. Marsh, what is a what does a bachelor like yourself do on a weekend in St. Louis? What's going on with you? Let's get to the bottom of this, and I want to figure it out now. Um. I don't know. Go downtown. Where are you gonna go downtown? A couple bars. Yeah, actually, last weekend I just stayed in. I didn't do all all that much. Where do you go? You go to uh, you probably go to Wheelhouse and see what the word is. No, I don't go to Wheelhouse anymore. That was more of a uh, early twenties. Really? So you feel you're too old for Wheelhouse? Yeah, I'm not. It's not my. Don't get me wrong. I will if if the group is wanting to go to Wheelhouse for whatever reason. I'll go. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no. Like, I, I, I'll i go wherever the group wants to go. Right, uh, so but, where are your haunts? Where are your haunts? Yeah, I've graduated from that place. I like going to the Midwestern. Mm-hmm. It's a solid spot. I like live music. They got a nice little little stage back in the back. Um, I've been going to uh, Soulard more now that the weather's starting to turn. Um, I like going outside. Uh, and I've been hitting up Dogtown. Oh, wow. Look at you. Uh, more recently, uh, which is uh, a nice little spot as well. So uh, it really depends. Depends on what's going down that weekend. Which place has the most beautiful lasses? I need to know this. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll go with the Midwestern. Maybe that that's probably right. because that's where I frequent the most, I guess. So, like... You know, I can't say it's one place and right. because I don't go there all too often. So that's probably my uh, my spot. I'd say I, I go there, you know, probably 70% of the time. That's your, that's but I like, I, like, I try and switch it up. Yeah. So. Plowhawk, what's on uh, your agenda, Madison's agenda? Oof. I don't know if we have much going on this weekend. Um, Man, that's a good question. I don't think we got anything going. Wow, free weekend. But Sunday, my sister and nephew come in, so I'm taking Monday off because we're going to the zoo and hanging out. Mm, the free zoo? Yeah, I love the free <laughs> zoo. Love living by the free zoo. So, yeah, probably just doing that until she flies out to North Carolina on Thursday with her girls, uh, with her girlfriends. Um, so, yeah, just spending time with the family. Uh, Iggy, you have returned. We're uh, discussing uh, weekend plans. Do you have anything? Anything on the itinerary? Uh, what am I doing this weekend? I don't know. It's going to be crappy weather. It so is. I'm going to go hit balls today because it's still going to be is 70. And 
Yeah, I got to get the short game going. So I'm going to go over to Family Golf this afternoon. You're going to shock the world next Sunday, brother. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that uh, that injury's got to flare up. No, oh, Iggy's opponent, uh, Marshy uh, Marsh, uh, has a, an injury. Really? Yeah, he's a yeah. scratch golfer, but he's injured. And Iggy will be getting about 15 pops. Interesting. Uh, we were <clears throat> discussing the rules, by the way, in the Fan Page Club Championship. So ball down in the rough, up in the fairway. I want to make sure that we do this. I forgot to do it in advance. The rake and replace in the bunkers. That is that is important. That is an important rule. Oh, yeah. So i got to make sure I... But... Really? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think Gateway's bunkers are pretty good. It's still it's still not maybe this time it, of year. It's just... it's not about it's not about Gateway's bunkers, you know, like comparing them to Normandy. It's definitely not that. It's that people some people just don't rake and then if you get in a footprint. Okay. Remember Dang we it. had that when we were playing? I had it a bunch. And oh, yeah. you had it, and then I said, Hey, going forward for everybody. Yeah, I remember that. So that just prevents that. That's a that's yeah, a really that's true. bad beat. And we do have a, you know, that's not fair to even good golfers to get stuck in there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good rule. I like yeah. that one. I was trying to think. 75% of the handicap, which Sean will have calculated. Uh, any other rules that we have neglected, uh, go ahead. Uh, 314 Everything is Everything is red stake. Everything is red stake. Nicely done, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. Just yeah. just remember match play. You know, yeah. if, if I'm I'll on the, remember match play. I, I, I'll use hard. me as an example, even though this won't happen with me and Gee. But if I'm on the green at two and you're hitting six from the fairway, just say pick up. Let's go. All right, I'm going to give that or guy Or don't make me putt. If you lie six and I lie two, just say that's good. That's match play. I'm not going to five putt from here. I don't. Just go. Just say that's good. Let's go the next hole. So just, just know your match play. I did want to go golfing this weekend, but like Iggy said, Where would you weather, go play, bro? Where would you go play? Um, You know, I like going to Dardine. It's a nice uh, little course. I like it out there. Where my oh, brother lives close to there. Off Highway right. K. So yeah, it's a I nice little course. Um, with some buddies, so probably out there. I actually haven't. I haven't even golfed in quite some time. But I'm. I'm Are you a bomber? That hockey swing motion. Uh, you bomber. Yeah. I would say you're a bomber. Mm. What I would say. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's got the way uh, about like six I one. Don't know. Six one. I'm about six three. Six three. Yeah, yeah, you got that nice long lanky swing. I would guess. Right. Kind of I, I, if I can get into one, it'll go. But you my, go over three bills, bro. You go over dude, three bills, my, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to golf. Am I good at golf? Absolutely not. And I'll be the first person to tell you. Who cares that. as long as you enjoy it. That's yeah, all. Exactly. That exactly. You know, I love it. I love, it. especially on 18 when I hit, I hit the ball really well. I'm like, man, man, we're like, where was that all around? That brings you back. That Bring one shot back. will bring you back. It'll bring me back. And uh, so then we keep going. But like for the first like 16, 17 holes, I'm just absolutely hating life because <laughs> I, I golf like I'm like I'm good, like I think I'm good at golf. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I have that mindset. It's just that competitive spirit where I think I should be doing better. There's but in reality, like I'm playing exactly how I should because at some points throughout the year, like I don't play enough. I'm of the opinion, I could be wrong on this. And this is interesting. You'll find this interesting okay. in particular as a hockey guy. I had this conversation. We were watching the final round of the PGA Championship, Bell Reeve. Um, and I was on the range, and my God, if you go back, I shot video of it. Um, who was on the range in the final round on the leaderboard of the 2018 PGA Championship? You Justin Thomas. It. Well, I mean, Tiger Woods to start. Tiger, yeah. Rom, Thomas, 
uh, Brooks Kepka, obviously, Adam Scott. Yeah, it was a hell of a leaderboard. Fowler. I mean, it was just everybody. Uh, Gary Woodland was playing with, with Tiger, and he would win a U.S. Open, what, in a year or two at Pebble. That was a great – I ended up going that on was Sunday. Just ridiculous. So was I awesome. wind up standing next to Al McInnes, who, I mean – you know, obviously, I, I know mm-hmm. who he is, and uh, he, he was my uh, coach growing up. Oh, was he really? Yeah, interesting. Well, I know he's yeah. like a, a round scratch, I believe. Mm-hmm. And and I had played the day before with Marcus Allen, and when Marcus Allen lived in St. Louis, I would play golf I, I, maybe four or five times because the guy who was the guy I was working with on my golf swing was Marcus Allen's instructor, and that's how I got to know him. It's not like Marcus Allen's like, yeah, Tim, let's go play golf. I was, you know, I was right. the third wheel. But I, I played with him four or five times. Really nice guy. And and so one time I was BSing with Marcus, who was famously a great athlete. And, of course, you go, well, no crap. He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. But I'm talking about he was a great baseball player. Mm-hmm. I think he's from Southern – I think of San Diego, I think, is where he grew up. Um, and I think he was a quarterback and a ridiculous – safety or corner or something like that. Anyway, ridiculous athlete. And Mark, and I said to him, I said, do you think if you would have seen it, because he's obsessed with golf, he's got a little furic hitch in his swing. I mean, the last time I played with him, he did. And I said, do you think if you would have played golf from the time you were like, I don't know, eight or nine, that you could have made it on the PGA Tour? And he's a humble guy for yeah. all that he's accomplished. He goes, yeah, I think I, I think I could have. In other words, that the athletics. And then I asked McKinnis, and, and, and Marcus was on my mind because I had played with him the day before. And McKinnis, you know, has one of the most famous slap shots right. in the history of the game. So he has what is a similar motion and obviously mm-hmm. those fast twitch muscles. Right. And I said, and I knew he was a scratch player. And he also has a great, I mean, from my standpoint, you have to have that. The great players usually have that kind of demeanor that McKinnis has. For sure. And Marcus Allen has it too. Uh, competitive but cool. And I said, do you think you could have? And he was what? How did he get strong? Was it Nova Scotia? He was like a... That yeah, he's he, from yeah, Nova yeah, Scotia. Okay. Uh, and he, he did something as a kid that helped develop those muscles. I remember it came sort of 300 people text me in and, and tell me what it was. But anyway, um, he said, I don't think so. He goes, these guys are seeing where he's looking out at, you know, there's... Kepka and Tiger, and, and they're you know twenty yards away from us. He goes, because they just have something that I just don't think I don't think everybody has. My point in telling this anecdote, first off, it's two of you know two Hall of Famers, two guys who are really good at it. I actually do believe it's more of a if you work at it, I think you can be great at it. Right. I could never be a great baseball player. I loved the game, I played it a bunch, but I could never be great at it. And I think if you just have, relatively speaking, decent athletic ability, I think golf is a game that you can work at and become, again, not to say that you can go on the tour right. or corn ferry or even be scratch, but you can. I think it's a game that there, that is not where only certain people can right. play it. And I don't know if I'm wrong on that. You know, I mean, I, that, I, I fall more into the Marcus Allen of, yeah, I, I agree with Marcus Allen. I think Marcus Allen could have played on the PGA Tour. Because you have the right mechanics. You know, you can fix your swing to where you're hitting the ball straight down the fairway. Or you can shape it and know how yeah. to do that if you want to go to another 100%. level. But, but so much of the game, if you actually break down your strokes over the course of a round, mm-hmm. are certainly within 100 yards, but even more so within 
probably 20 yards of the pin. For sure. And that is, that's got very little to do relative to mm-hmm. tee shots or skating and shooting a puck right. or the vision or the awareness. I mean, hitting a baseball. Yeah, hitting a baseball. Like, you the ability can't to throw a ball, you know. 100%. How, how, so like, you, can't, you just you can't have teach to, it. You have to have that natural instinct. You can to, teach short game. Now, you can't teach. Sure. The other the thing that isn't an intangible is the nerves. And I think that's why guys love the game because it kind of like, all right, who's who can handle it? You know, mm-hmm. under the, and that's kind of, and also just as an individual, did I handle it when I was in the, you know, in the crosshairs of pressure? For sure. And and that's, you know, I mean, hell, you saw Scotty Scheffler four-putt on the 18th at, at Augusta, and you saw Rom hit a tree branch on the 18th at Augusta the next year. Uh, so that's the pressure of mm-hmm. of it. I think that's something that, that can't be necessarily tracked statistically, although I think the bounce-back stat after a bogey and then if you birdie the next hole speaks volumes as far as a player's mentality. I'll give you one of the main but I reasons. Think you can, I think you can teach a player to be a great golfer. And you mentioned the word teach. Um, these go, when, when Ozzy first took up the game of golf after he retired, he was like an 18, 19 hand. Oh, is that right? He's I didn't playing know like, He's playing like a four now. These guys will get an instructor, and they will teach them and they are smart enough to know what he's talking about. Okay, you're, you're back here, but you're not here. Okay. And they, they get that, and the muscle memory, they can do that. A lot of us who take some lessons will forget it a week later mm-hmm. and are back to doing the crap we did before. But these guys will keep that and work on it, and they can, they're can they smart. And they know, okay, that's that makes sense because that was my baseball swing. When I was struggling, I was doing this. They can reuse that, and that's how they get better. And there's there's likely for a lot of guys who played professional sports uh, an internal drive slash competitiveness that they have to go and work. 100%. You know, like Freeze, for example. He dropped by. I think he was on probably the Riz show, I would guess, but I don't know. He, and he was walking past, and the last thing he wanted to do, but this is back before we were in a closet and I could see people in the hallway, uh, was come in even though, you know, we have a fine rapport, but he just knew what would wind up happening if he did. And I said, man, I've, I've noticed that you have been putting in some work, and he's gone from like a 12 or 13 down to a 6 last time I checked because I'd like to have, I'd like us to play Freeze as well. I don't know who we would partner him with. Boy, wouldn't it be great if we had Freeze and the Wizard? How great would that be? I bet we could get that done. I think we could get it. Well, just because Freeze is obsessed with it, and so is Ozzy. And we could throw some charity in there, and they would come sure, out and make money. Of so. course. But, uh, you know, Pang is a... Is a he got to a plus two. Mm-hmm. I think he's around scratch now. What I'm saying is if you have that internal drive that you had as a younger person to get to the NHL, Major League Baseball, whatever, then that is a trait that you cannot teach. Yeah. It's also, as I've said before, I say it way more on QFTA when I'm talking about being all, you know, whatever in the head, screwed up in the head, is that if you have a drive, you also just are never satisfied. And right, yeah, these, these, these players, they never set. lose it, right? Yes, exactly. They want to they devote their they move their efforts to something, something else. New. And that's why a lot of guys go in, you know, whether it's business, golf, right. whatever, like they have to keep that drive and that will to be better than everyone else mm-hmm. at, specific, you know, at some whatever, right. let's say sport, you know, company. That you can never perfect. Though. That's why they're when the best. When there was a poker boom, a lot of guys – in business and in Hollywood, who didn't need the money by any means, but they would be, okay, I want to compete against the best, even though that's certainly got a way higher variance when it comes to, you know, getting a bad beat on a card. But you get, you get, you have variance in golf, certainly. You know, if you're playing the ball down everywhere, which is how I'm used to playing, 
you're going to get that kind of crap. You're going to get bad lies. You're going to land in a divot, be in a bad spot in a bunker or whatever. But that's the thing that I've noticed. But I really do. I, it, it was so interesting that in a matter of 24 hours, I have the one conversation with Marcus Allen, and then the next day, coincidentally, I'm on the range and talking with Al McKinnis, and one guy thinks that he could have been, and another guy thinks that he, it probably wasn't possible. And I would think that Marcus Allen and Al McKinnis, both, if they would have had a golf club in their hands at whatever age, and yeah. they were playing it like, you know, Spieth grew up on a country club and Justin Thomas's dad was a, was a teaching professional, not a PGA professional, uh, that they, if you have those abilities, because I've, I've talked with, you know, guys who play, whether it be a Nagel who can hit the ball further than damn near anybody, um, and who also has the short game, or an Adam Long, um, and I go, well, why, you know, and he hits it far, but it's far for, like, us, but on yeah. tour, he's on the lower end of it, and he goes, it's just a God-given ability to hit the ball far, but when it comes to the stuff around the green and inside of 100 yards, that is teachable, mm-hmm. but it also requires going, I'm going to go to the range, or I'm going to hit 100 balls and and have the time to do it, have the resources mm-hmm. to do it, but then also have the desire to do it. And those are the things that, you know, that are the, the variables. Uh, guys, uh, what's the new guy's handicap? Is he a Grant Lemming? That's from DraftKings Cal. New guy? Uh, that's talking is, about uh, me. Yeah, I know, but they should know you by now. You're not a new guy. Yeah, that's fair. You've been on how many times now? Three times? This is my third yeah, time. Yeah, but you're on 101. People know who you are. Um, Do you keep a... I actually don't. I, I don't play it. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I, haven't, I don't play enough to to really have Iggy, one. Iggy and Plowhawk both in the 18 range? Like, is that fair? I'm, For some reason, they got me at 17. I'm five, shooting right? like high, not high, uh, like low 90s, mid 90s. That's not bad. There, so. That'll fall into the category um, of most of the participants in the yeah, Junior. So. You fit right in. Yeah. Casey, you know, Town, you're like a 15 or something? Yeah, that might be a little generous, but in that. A vanity ballpark. 15? A vanity 15? Yeah. High yeah. 80s, low 90s. Everybody knows how I shoot. So. <laughs> What's what's funny is nice this one. hat this hat that I'm wearing. I went down the TPC Scottsdale. Yes, great. And you got the bar stool on too, so you, you're place. out there with rigs. Uh, no, that would be fun though, wouldn't it? I uh, actually got this down in Arizona at one of the golf stores, but um, I was down there for my buddy's wedding, and like the day before the wedding, we ended up going to the course and playing. And when I tell you this was the best round I had ever shot at, at the time. Like, it, it was unbelievable. I was, like, one over through nine holes, which is, like, it, we played the Champions course, too. It was, like, the best I That's ever a played. hell of a round for somebody who's usually shooting in the 90s. Exactly. Like, and, and it all became down to, like, my short game. Like, my, my putts were falling. Like, the, the greens were just unbelievable. It, it, it was perfect for the way that yeah. I played. And, uh of course, alcohol was involved throughout the entire sure, day. Sure, of course, naturally. And uh, I had consumed too much alcohol. And I remember on like hole 11, maybe, I, I hit a shot. I go out into the fairway and I get out of the golf cart. And it was one of those things where when you stand up and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm hammered right now. I, I had one of those moments. It got to the point where I stood up. I'm like, <laughs> I am so drunk right now. That I went up there and I took a swing and I like I lost like my it almost felt like I lost all of my motor skills. I oh, forgot wow. how to swing and I ended up hitting in the low nineties and I had one of the worst back nines I've ever had in my life. It got in your head. It got in my head that I was doing so well that I, I screwed it up. It's funny. And I was so mad. 
I was so mad. Yeah. And it kind of, like, ruined my day for a little bit. Uh, and my buddy was like, dude, like, we're good. Yeah. Like, you're fine, yeah, man. Yeah, you're fine. But, things, who cares? Um, but I think it was because, like, I went to the range before. I got super prepared just because, like, we're in such a nice course. Like, you want to – you don't want to do bad, sure. right? Sure. And, of course – I'm not one of those people that I, I ended up buckling under pressure because I was hitting so well, and it, it didn't end up working out for me. But great course, by the way. Uh, Igan, what are you about to say to the people? I don't, I don't see you with a brush creek. Well, it was supposed to be yesterday. I didn't oh, do it yesterday. That's that's there you go. Well, that's, that's your problem. You know, when you drink a lot, you need to well, eat. I thought you were talking to me in the park. Oh, oh, there was no, no food. See, like, what, little, little pretzels were being no. consumed? No, you need, you need uh, something substantial. I got stabbed. You think this is under the table spot? Good for him. I got stabbed I do it on Mondays and Thursdays. So if it's a freebie, it's a freebie. But I usually do it on Monday and Thursday. Well, they're, they're adamant on uh, here at Hubbard Radio to not do spots if they're not on the log. That's the only reason I ask. Well, nobody told me. Because then the plowhawk gets uh, It was not on the log yesterday or today. situation on his hands. And I don't want the plowhawk. you let me know. Back. Why don't we? Why don't you communicate with the the powers that be on that, and then make sure before you do it, because for real, it can. Well, then it. check, and if it's if it is on the log and we didn't see it, I'll make I'll make good next week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Green Envy is uh, locally owned and operated. They've been in business in St. Louis for over a decade. Uh, they have treated both my lawn and Doug Vaughn's lawn. And uh, he uh, he's raving about it, as am I. I'm in awe of how good the lawn looks this early in the year. And it's not like the temperatures uh, were incredible in, in March. And it was treated like on March 8th. And uh, it looks so good. It's Green Envy, 636-757-1600. With, uh, with the rain, uh, weeds will explode when the temperatures warm up. Now is the time to get ahead of it. Uh, service calls... Uh, no charge for weed touch-up or reapplying weed control for Green Envy customers. Their service professionals are commercially licensed applicators as certified by the Missouri Department of Agriculture. They're open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, Saturday 9 to 1, to take your calls and answer questions, 636-757-1600. It is Green Envy. And Maggie O'Brien's, if you are looking for a place to go this weekend, Maggie O'Brien's on Market. Maggie O'Brien's in Sunset Hills would be the places I would recommend to you. It's Maggie O'Brien's with Eddie McVeigh. You know what you're going to get. That's a local Irish pub. It's been in business for 40-plus years, and they will take wonderful care of you at Maggie O'Brien's Delicious Food, in addition to great customer service and a really good time. It's Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street, as well as... In Sunset Hills, uh, Plowhawk, have you been able to discover the mystery of the brush? It was Creek's on Monday's fight? log, which we did, yeah, but I'm Monday. looking at yesterday and today's log, and it's not okay. on there. Well, I made sure to triple check because sometimes they, I do miss them when I look at the log because they kind of blend in. So I did a double check of yesterday and today to make sure I haven't missed anything either. Okay. Something was wrong with my email yesterday, and it was in a. And I, and I got home, and I couldn't get into my email either. So I, I had that me. happen to me too. Okay, and it was a Microsoft thing. Yeah, it had to be. So it was down. I went on. That's uh, so KG and Otan. You did a wonderful job. Out of nowhere, he was on the call of the the reads yesterday. I tell you what, at the house, KG and Otan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, thank you. All right. I, I've had two separate Spectrum scheduled quote unquote outages. Schedule outages. Mm. That are like supposed to come back at 1.30 p.m. and they come back at like 9.30 or 10 p.m. And I've had two of those in one week. I'm like, what's the protocol there? I don't want to call. They text me and saying it's out, but 
When you say it could be on and then it's off for an extra eight hours, I pay for that service. Aren't the Wi-Fi people, I'll just call them that, they're the worst. They rate my bill. Like, my bill is like $8 more than what it was when I signed up, and I don't really know how to ask that either. Like, why is it, you know, $85 at this point? Yeah. We're, we're, I didn't sign up for the $85 package. I'm not, you know, NASA. I'm not working from home. It's, it is magical how that winds up working. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Designer Heating and Cooling email of the day. What's up? Friday, yup. OnlyFans free leaking. Drinkowitz fired soon. Nut just dicky. Masturbation daily. Facebook logged in. Liking I like. Iggy posting. Marshy sexy. KG stock rising. Plowsy hungry. Tim the holy. Me horny. Sniff it. Lick it. Stick it. Get it. Got it. Flock it. P.S. Today's safe word is Trojan. That's from Flocky the Smurf. Uh, I would like to nominate myself for checks notes to see which sponsor that has been mentioned multiple times daily since the start of the new year has their name on the show's Lister Engagement Award. Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. You might be saying, wait, you're a member of the show. You can't win a Lister Award. What? When you think about the fact that I spend a healthy portion of the show outside, sometimes smoking, sometimes just pretending I'm smoking, because as everyone knows, I quit and only smoke in between segments before I masturbate, while I masturbate, and after I masturbate. And when I saute the fish I pulled from the koi pond outside of the Hubbard Studios, I really do listen to the show quite a bit. And when you think about the fact that I struggled to find the time to sign up for my 401k, but somehow found time during the 22 and a half hours per day that I'm not working to scrub the internet to find leaked naked pictures of a girl I found on Instagram with fewer flowers than KG's internet singer girlfriend, it feels like I have to be considered for the checks notes because I already forgot that pesky sponsor again, Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. Need an erotic story to put my application on the top of the pile? Well, let me tell you the tale of the time I picked up some of the scraps that JoJo and Henry Garza didn't end up taking on the conversion van they were using as a tour bus when they came to the Pink Galleon off Butler Hill back in 2005. If you ain't had South St. Louis Strange that Los Lonely Boys would even bang, have you even had sex? Be advised, if you don't choose me, there's a better than 50% chance that I'm going to take this lighter, light the frayed fabric at the bottom of my $3 Goodwill pants, and burn the 9x9 windowless Iraqi hostage cage to the ground. If young Pop Pop don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you Blueberry Pop Pop. Blueberry Pop Pop. That's a long one for him. Mm. Yeah, Blueberry Pop Pop extended. uh, Harley Geeker has 150,000 followers. Has 150,000? That's your own. Uh, I know my emails won't see the light of day, and that's fine. I realize I'm not clever, funny, or vile, but I wanted to at least, I wanted to at least KG and O-Town now how much. (laughs) English, MF, do you speak it? This is definitely another bot. (laughs) I want to make sure I didn't do a disservice. I know my emails won't see the light of day, and that's fine, comma, I realize I'm not clever or funny or vile, but wanted to at least KG and O-Town now how much of a great contribution he is to the show. Maybe that meant to like let KG and O-Town know how much. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was. Guy worked his tail off to be part of a show that he's been a loyal listener for years now, and I tip my cap. That work ethic that guy has is one that should be emulated by everyone. Keep it up, KG. Happy for you to be part of an idiot show. Much deserved. Also, Iggy, you to man. Constant content machine and TMA is only as great as it is due to you being on the show. Thanks, Tim, for keeping TMA afloat all these years behind the scenes. Plowsy, it wasn't TMA without... 
Plowsy, it wasn't TMA without you on the show. And now that you're back, made me realize how much of an impact you have. Wow. So glad to have you back, buddy. Marshy Marsh, thanks for playing in the Reindeer Games. Please come back anytime. Thanks for the show, boys, and for making me laugh out loud as my workmates look at me in a very weird way. God, I love this moronic show. Love TMA Walrus number one. That was just like a pleasant email. I was waiting. I was waiting for the shot. It's a suck-up email, but it's a good one. Yeah, looking to sneak into that final three. You think that's what that is? We haven't heard from the number one walrus in a while. Uh, Ours is the type of presentation where the producers feel they can slide into the DMs of celebrities who faded the show at any time and send multiple DMs fishing for an explanation as to why they chose not to join the HD2 presentation in a windowless closet next to the bathroom. Yesterday, I had a busy day yesterday posting gay photos of my openly straight friend on his Facebook page. Crushed. Then I spent the rest of the afternoon scouring the dark web for leaked nude photos of Harley Geek Girl and Farman Brit. I will take care of business when it's still light out. I never pleasure myself in the middle of the night because that would be weird. Once I was finished, I focused on finding a date to see my goth rocker man crush in Chicago and figured I'd start by DMing the adult actress I always finish with. with. She hasn't replied to my last 20 DMs, but you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Agree. I conveniently left out the part about how we'd be traveling by rail and didn't have any accommodations above the hobo line and how it's a 40-minute walk from the Amtrak station to the venue, but if she actually wants to go, maybe I'll splurge on a bus pass. If that falls through, I guess I'll take my bang friend Tina, who tagged along with me to Samantha Fish last year, or perhaps one of the other unhappily married women who go on dates with me will agree to drive the 600-mile round trip. That comes from Buck Swope. Well, let me tell you something, Swope. Uh, I do have accommodations. Uh, if I spend the night, uh, a kind listener reached out. He is a member of the Union League Club in Chicago, which is similar to the MAC. They have 180 guest rooms, and he has uh, caught me two rooms. Wow, things are happening. Things are happening. I didn't reach out to anybody. He reached out to me. So I hope the action's back on you. I have two rooms at the Union League uh, in Chicago. Tough start, but boy, did you boys rebound. Hell, I actually think it's Piven's loss for not wanting to do the thing all comedians love doing where they get up at 3 a.m. to push last-minute ticket sales on a handful of zany morning shows where half the cast is on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is, actually. Plus, according to a recent Barrett Media podcast newsletter, you're just one of about 10 million other localized, hard-to-find podcasts broadcasting live from a cardboard box that's been shoved into a dark and damp corner of the Internet who are scrambling to figure out how to fill time when sought-after celebs like Jeremy Piven and Hal Sparks. Hal Sparks. Who? Remember Hal Sparks? Who's he? Hal Sparks canceled. Who was he? Uh, he hosted Talk Soup after... John Henson left? I wasn't part of that show. Well, yeah. So I don't know. It's not my problem. <laughs> it, was a, it was a national show. I knew you were a part of it. I mean, Greg Kinnear hosted Oh, I figured it was somebody trashing me for not getting that guy either. As so often the case in the world of HD2 podcasting, it isn't worth looking for a last-minute villain because anyone you could potentially get at this hour of the morning is either busy arguing on the fan page are hosting their very own passion project podcast that nobody listens to. So you followed corporate protocol by filling time, fragmenting your audience, breaking down the golf handicaps, the same three listeners nobody knows about. (laughs) (laughs) And then you let a grandpa wheezy beak rehash all the sex 
he let a woman have with him after an erotic night of playing skee ball at Swing Around Fun Town <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> Parents spoke with longtime HD2 producer Boom Boom Wilson out of Hartford last week, who said he's been trying to book his brother in law, who occasionally watches. Dr. Katz, professional therapist, and could probably fill some talking about that, but he recently canceled again because he had to guest host his other buddy's podcast. So instead, he just talked about having sex with himself after a pony of a happy hour back at Applebee's in 2016. I guess what I'm saying is take solace in the fact that you're just one of the quarter billion other podcasts nationwide who can't secure a guest with whom to engage in 30 minutes of fake laughing through unpolished bits about how the comedian is never able to find his keys when he's in a hurry. Thanks. That's from Dragon Slayer. And that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. What you got? Iggy, what are we yeah, look, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't take a lot of credit for the interview getting booked, and I'm not going to take any blame for not showing up. And I tried to get Ella Reese. Yeah. Uh, what, what happened there? Not just absolutely nothing, radio silence, uh, KG? Yep, just ghosting. She's scared. Oh, yeah, I mean, I used We try harder than any other show. <laughs> yeah, look, what do you want me to do? Call American sure. Airlines and say, why'd you cancel that flight, you bunch of bastards? Put them on there. Um, I don't know why he canceled the show, but he was even if he didn't cancel the show, he wasn't going to be here. Um, I... Very rarely do we get nice emails. Oh my God, you're going oh, to TMA Walrus. And according to TMA Walrus, he he does write those things, but Jackson doesn't put them in. Oh, is that right? And KG did. So I'm going to vote for the number one Walrus. Uh, Marshy Marsh, playful posse. I think I go with the first one, the Smurf. Oh, Flappy very, the Smurf. Yeah, fl- yeah, very concise to the point. Uh, there was one that was really funny. I forgot who who was typing it out, but it sort of towards the end of it trailed off a little bit. Kind of <laughs> lost me. I think this is going to go to Plowsy because I think I know who Tim's voting for. I'm but, going uh, Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer was funny. I'm going Dragon Slayer, so Plowhawk's the Speaker of the House. What are you going with, Oh, Plow? we'll give Walrus a shot, man. TMA Walrus number one nice gets a one. win. Get nice ones. There it is, TMA Walrus. You've got yourself a design air heating and cooling email of the day. Victory, Marshy Marsh, and the Playful Posse. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. For filling Thanks for in. having me, boys. Uh, it is always a pleasure. I'm going to go down the hallway and reunite with Matt Rocchio. I'll get my ass ripped. Uh, for an hour, and then BK and Ferrario will take over, and then you'll be back at 2 I'll o'clock. I'll be back, yeah. With uh, Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stalter. Uh, boys, uh, I will see you on Monday, Have and we're we only nine days away, Iggy, from the Jay I Randolph know. Jr. fan That's why I'm going to get some work in today. There you go. Go get that work in. For the Plowhawk, for KG and O-Town, for Marshy Marsh filling in, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, and Jackson Burkett for Kenneth Iggy Strode for my brother Kevin. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from our Michelob Ultra Studios.